Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Charles here. So Larsa Pippen uh, posted a photo of herself, um, and this has just caused a firestorm. I'm not exactly sure why we're black barring this, to be honest with you, we're but black barring I guess we're doing it just to be safe. There is no nudity there, um, but it is, as you can tell from a pose. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. No so, nudity, but it's a lot. Right. Enough and that we had to black bar. And so, um, uh, it's a big black bar, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's my only gripe. We could have, you're right, we could have, maybe we want to. It's a really <laughs> big black bar, so we're going to fix that. Right. Um, but here's the thing. Um, her dad is lashing out saying this is inappropriate for her to do. And I I just have such a huge problem. She's taken the photo. So I have she's a huge problem with her dad uh, who uh, talking to an adult in their 40s saying, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. She's an adult. You raised her, you now, gave her the guidance you needed that, to give that her. That is true. Let her live her even life. Befo even before her dad weighed in, there were a lot of people of in her comments, there were. you know, of that course there felt were. like this was inappropriate for all sorts of reasons. And she knew One, that was gonna happen. Uh, inappropriate because she has um, a son who's gonna get a lot of comments. Excuse me, how old, is, how old that. is his son? He's in college. He's an adult. Age. All right. 23, 22, 19. Okay, so, okay, so they're adults. Um, the other being that she has uh, a man in her life. She has a boyfriend, a long-time boyfriend, uh, Marcus Jordan. So a lot of people like that was inappropriate. I don't know that Why? Because, those reasons. Be, because Marcus owns Larsa? Is that the thing? I didn't say that. I know, I know you but didn't. I, but, but I that's do. The in, that's the yes, that's the inference. That, it's that ridiculous. It's right. ridiculous. You don't, Harv, you don't understand why a dad might say something to his daughter. I don't think he was demanding that she take it down. But I understand. But who's, you know, as a dad, I don't know. As a dad, I think as I would a dad say what? the same thing. She, I, I would probably not want my daughter, I don't have any kids, but I'd probably not want my daughter. You know, I, I don't want guys. I know how guys think. Let's put it like that. I well, know, you know how okay. guys hey, think. Hey, then Babcock, just take it further. She shouldn't be in a bikini at all, right? Because people By are going to think. Is that what you're saying? also knows how guys think. Yeah. It's like and there's nothing obscene about this. There's nothing graphic about this. Uh, it's well, I mean, it's she's not going spread eagle. She's not spread eagle in it's a bikini. It's not graphic. Not graphic. Okay, it's, it's, it's sexy. It's it sexy. is sexy. Yes. You know, e even if you called it salacious, which I don't think it is, revealing. there's nothing, it's revealing. There's nothing. Yeah, I don't want this to be it. interpreted that I'm complaining about this because I am not. <laughs> but his, the dad is worried about guys like me. But what, you know, right. Babcock, what are you going to do other than look at it, which is exactly what she wants to do? But you know do. what's happening. She wants you to You know what's look happening is that her father is hearing it from people he knows, so right? So what? He's probably ha he probably has friends who are like, hey, I uh, saw that photo of your daughter, and it probably makes him feel weird. And his father, pro her father. Because her father knows what his friends are thinking when they say that and, to him. And her father probably has also heard, oh, why did she divorce Scotty? Why this? Why that? Well, that's She's different. in the, but no, that's it's different. not. She's in the public what about eye. The, okay, what about, does she have any, uh, does she have any responsibility to her kids to not, put them in a position where they're gonna get like absolutely obliterated on social media. Cause you know that's happening to the kids. But guys, you also have to remember, this is this is the woman that has openly admitted on The Real Housewives of Miami that she sells pictures of her feet on OnlyFans. So does her dad have a problem with that too? Yes, because he did actually. Yeah, he did have uh, an issue with her OnlyFans. Account. So he's got a lot of issues <laughs> with her. He's got a lot of issues with her. He doesn't like her feet. He doesn't like the bikini. He does. It's like he it's doesn't her like life. things that. Oh, all right. So what? I it's like you've got to let that. He's got to deal with that. You've got. You've got. He's when got you say, raise kids, at a point, you've got to let them go. You can give them guidance. So what should on. he say? Uh, and I hear your point. I, and I, I get it. 
what should uh, Lars's father say when one of his friends says something to him with that look in his eye, like, hey, yeah. I saw that photo of my your daughter. daughter. My daughter's living her own life, and I'm not going to tell her how to live. How's that? And just leave it at that. Well, hold on, hold on. The friend isn't saying to him, you should tell her to take it down. The friend is saying it like, hey, I saw that photo of your daughter, and she looks good. Right. Hey, what, what does dad say to that? Thanks. Just leave it, <laughs> leave it lie. Leave it lie. Don't, it's like. Don't feed into it. So she's supposed to live her life based on the comments her father gets about how she leads her life? That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I mean, what is, what is Chris Jenner going to say, you know, every time Kim poses in a scantily clad outfit or Kylie? Chris Jenner has been dealing with that much longer. But she's been than, dealing than with Instagram it well. Instagram. She's saying, my daughter has her own life and she can do what she wants to do. And as a matter of fact, Kim does this and she's made a fortune off of it. Well, I'm not, I'm not so much talking about Kim's Instagram. I'm talking about way before Instagram. I'm talking about Paper Magazine. She was I'm naked. I'm talking about way before Paper Magazine. But no, I understand. You know what I'm talking about. The sex about. tape. Okay. The sex tape. Right. And you know what? And I get it. But at a point, you know, it's like, what about Paper Magazine? And what about all the other poses? And it's like, that's, you know, that, that's the world in 2024 right now. Get with the times. Hi, I'm T-Rex from Gulf Shores in Foley, Alabama, and I want to come in on Larsa Pippen. People are acting brand new about Larsa's dad wanting her to remove the post. Being a girl dad, I can relate to Pop's action. She's grown, a beautiful woman, but she will always be a girl and a daughter in his eyes. That's dad's love. Okay, great. Then and, and dad can be proud of that. And if he doesn't like certain things she does, it's her life, not his life. You should put a little asterisk on this that you don't have a daughter yourself. I get it. So a lot of people watching this would say, yeah, it's easy for you to say that because you don't have a daughter. Come on, I, I, th I, that's such saying. a cheap argument. I'm sorry. It's a real argument. It's not, All it's right. not because people aren't property. We're moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of people being property, uh, Kyle Richards has some strong feelings about women reaching out to her husband, although they are estranged. Uh, she talked about it on last night's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And can I just say, this is super re revealing on where that marriage is heading. Definitely. But this is what she had to say about social media and her husband, who is an enormous success, good-looking guy. He's on social media, and she's aware that there are women reaching out. What is appropriate for husbands when it comes to communicating with other women on social media? You're not supposed to Murder. be communicating with other women on social media. I agree. I've had, like, a fight with Mo over that. I hate that. So. Yeah, yeah I like, that's cool. Liking people's photos. Yeah, no. Following people. You don't do that. Yeah. Mo gets a lot of DMs from women. They don't care that he's married. And they're always the aggressor. And it just makes you realize there's really a lot of out there. But what does communicating mean? DMing. Well, but not just DMing. That's like, no, 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 no. But also, you don't have to follow every single person and like all their photos. But yeah, no, I don't like that at all. At all. So can I just say about this? This it's Who's owning who here? It's kind of the same thing. That, look, they both live in the public eye and very, very openly in the public eye, the two of them. And so part of their... You know, part of their popularity is the fact that they're both really good-looking people, right? Sure. 
and they live on social media and they mm -hmm. post these pictures and Mauricio posts, posts pictures, you know, of him shirtless and whatnot and, mm -hmm. and Kyle is Partying sexy. in bars. And, but Kyle has also posted <laughs> sexy pictures and whatnot. Sure. So if people come on their uh, Instagram and they like something or they DM or whatever else, it's sort of like a carrier pigeon. You gotta let it go and usually it comes back. And if it comes back, great, but you can't shackle it. You mm -hmm. can't say, um, I don't like this because that's the way of the world. And you just gotta have enough faith that if some woman slides into his DMs, you know, that it's, Does anyone it's, know? On, it's on Mauricio whether he responds. I don't know the answer to this. Brendan, maybe you know the answer. When they shot that scene, were they already, did we already know that they were uh, estranged? It, it sounds like it was before the separation. Really? But there had been, there had been mm. rumors leading up to the separation, so sure. it, it possibly could have happened then. You know, I have to be honest here with you guys. Kyle sounds very controlling in this situation. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, are you over it? You're separated. So are you over him? If so, file for divorce, end the marriage, let's move on, split everything up, and be done with this. Well, on that note, though, let's talk about the headline here, which is something else she said, which is she wants to move out of Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. She wants to move out of Hollywood. He ain't moving anywhere because he owns the agency and the home base is here. So the fact that she's saying she wants to move out of Hollywood, right. knowing I don't think he's moving, it sounds like they're heading for divorce. Hey, I'm Amy from Texas. I kind of agree with both of you. If you liking people's pictures and following people, I don't think is a big deal. Now, if there's DMs back and forth that are inappropriate, okay, fine. But does she really care? It's like it seems she's she says she cares, but does she actually care? I don't think she even likes the guy anymore. I mean, she has a girlfriend now. Like, what does she even <laughs> well, care? Well, we, we we don't know that, by yeah. the way. We do not know that. But but that's yeah, funny. She's been hanging out with Morgan Wade, and the, the rumors are there. But. but does she even care? I mean, does she actually <laughs> like Mauricio? It doesn't seem like it's a genuine concern. She's like, oh yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. But the way she even says it is not convincing. Okay, I mean that's fair observation. Yeah, that's a fair observation. I sat here yesterday and I said to you, Aaron Rodgers took the L in the war with, with Jimmy Kimmel. You did say that. Because I disagreed with because you. Because Pat McAfee came on his show on ESPN right. and said that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be on anymore. And he We're was happy the that season. there'd be no more drama. Right. Uh, so it sounded like Pat was down with telling Aaron, We're acing you out of this. Right. This is just too much controversy. I don't need this. Just want to do my show. And you know what this has to do with? This has to do with Aaron Rodgers insinuating something about. Jimmy Kimmel with the Epstein list, right. which, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel is not, not on, <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel went ballistic on it, and then Aaron Rodgers came back, and now Aaron's disappeared. Right. At least that's what we thought 24 hours ago, because when Pat McAfee's show came on today, guess who was the guest? Hmm. Jimmy Kimmel. One Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> I just don't get it. I, we were sitting here in the newsroom, and someone goes, Aaron Rodgers is on Pat McAfee. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> we Why? really did. Why? And, and so he's back on. And look, they're talking about Bill Belichick. You know, um, he has now he left is now. the Patriots. Yeah. But that's not why we're talking to you about this. It's like, what happened here? Because remember, Disney is the overlord of Pat and Jimmy Kimmel. Right. And it seemed like they were clearly siding with Jimmy Kimmel. In fact, Babcock told us that, that he had sources who said that Disney totally backed Pat announcing that Aaron wasn't going to be on the show for the rest of the season. So uh, here is Pat's explanation. So after Aaron Rodgers comes on and talks about Bill Belichick, 
Here's what Pat had to say about bringing him back today. So yesterday, I'm just getting absolutely mm -hmm. crushed. I'm like, how do I explain to all these humans that like Aaron Rodgers has an offseason too yeah. that he like enjoys hmm. doing? And this is how this is always kind of gone with Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. When his football's over, normally he's got now last year a little different because the whole situation that was kind of yeah. taking place, but it's like that was wild. We we're getting absolutely killed. They're like, you turned your back on Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you know how many things I've been through with Aaron Rodgers? Mm -hmm. Just in our short relationship. It's like, yeah, I was not pumped to be in the middle of any of that. We all have friends that put us in situations where we're like, did we have to? I want to say something about this. Pat McAfee is so entertaining because I, I love the way he speaks and he's trying to process something feel and like reconcile things that you just can't reconcile. It feels like he's walking on a balance beam. Oh, or he is on a tightrope. He is on a tightrope. I mean, look, guys, if you listen to the Aaron Rodgers interview, there was really no reason for him to be there. He was spreading some anecdotes that, like, just the most mediocre anecdotes about Bill Belichick and Nick Saban and praising them on their goodbye. This to me was entirely, look, Aaron and I are still good friends despite this whole drama and he's going to continue to come on the McAfee show as much as he wants as much yeah. as I want and nobody's going to tell me otherwise. It feels like Pat and Aaron had a conversation late in the day yesterday about all the re reaction that Pat was getting and when they saw an opportunity today Aaron's like you know what let me come on today and we'll show everybody okay that so my good so my question is does this defy Disney in any way is Pat now standing up to Disney and saying I, we're I not going to 86 this guy. I think it looks good for Pat. It looks like I, think it looks I make the call. Too. I make the calls on my show, regardless of what the overlords at ESPN. But Disney is Disney think. happy about this? That's mm. as a one-off. I don't think they care. I, I will say this: it's it's interesting that they did not talk about anything that was not non-sports. There were right. no non-sports topics. It was all about football. But Babcock, that's the way that Pat I think is navigating this that he wants to, on the one hand, show that he hasn't turned his back on Aaron. On the other hand, he's got a, right. an employer who is pissed off about this so they because can't, of Jimmy Kimmel. But they can't complain about any of the content today. Right. Jimmy Kimmel won't have any issue with any of the content today. So hopefully everybody just moves on. God, Pat is so entertaining. <laughs> hey, TMZ, Jason from Chicago. Um, I actually got to give Pat McAfee some props here. Uh, he had the whole media talking about how he fired Aaron Rodgers yesterday to bring him back less than a day. That has to be the biggest troll job I've ever seen <laughs> in sports media. Like, I have that low-key, I respect that. It's definitely a snub to the, the overlords. Totally. Right. Absolutely. Okay, speaking of people who change their mind. <laughs> yes. Uh, we also told you yesterday about Selena Gomez saying bye-bye to social media and her 400 or however many million followers. Um, again, <laughs> a la Aaron Rodgers, a day later, less than a day later. She's back. I wonder if they've ever thought about dating. Um, <laughs> Selena Gomez back on Instagram. She posted, or someone on her team posted, um, uh, some photos of her, a clip of her and uh, Gordon Ramsay. And um, by the way, this is a breakfast, a, a breakfast burger, a breakfast burger, yeah. which sounds and looks amazing when you actually go to the YouTube video that she had posted. But yeah, she she broke her silence on Instagram only 20 hours after saying that she was, you know, signing off, focusing on the things that were more important to her in her life, like her boyfriend. The boyfriend was in the photo. But here's the thing. A lot of people are calling this kind of a, a soft comeback. <laughs> 
because it's possible, like you guys said, that this was her team posting this. Like it was part of a promotion. Yeah, but that's her. Something that's, she's obligated that, to that's do. That's her. That's her. That's she her. Know, like, but yes, you guys are right. Look, it's Selena's Instagram. I'm sure whoever was behind the posting had said like, hey, Selena's technically on a, Insta, on a social break right now. Should we post this? And of course, they opted to do it. Because they talked to her and she signed off on it. I mean, it's her Instagram account, right? And but look, by the way, if she's gone, if she's here, whatever, I think we're all just glad that Selena's kind of sort of uh, back. You gotta understand that part, part of the reason that Gordon Ramsay did whatever th this whole cooking thing with her is he's aware of the fact that she has 430 million Instagram followers. No, of course. That's of commerce. Course. Of course. And, and so you can't then go to Gordon Ramsay like, hey, uh, you're not gonna get that promotion that you thought you were gonna get when we shot this whole thing. So they had to post it. Or she's just back on social media. By the way, and people are glad that she's back on social media because she gave us like the tease of her life, of our lives. Right before she had left Instagram, she posted a photo of a book by Linda Ronstadt. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, does this mean she's playing her in the biopic? It's been rumored for quite some time. Guess what? We've confirmed she is starring as Linda in this new biopic. And Linda herself actually signed off on this and met with Selena about two months ago. Yeah, no, that's that's going to be great. But I got to say, it's like you're in or you're out at some point. Come on. Jeez. Yeah, Selena. Aaron. <laughs> Hi, I'm Peyton from Indiana. And I think that Selena Gomez just realized, like, wow. I need to stop stepping back and just be in social media or be out of social media because it's kind of ridiculous. I just gotta find out about Does it breakfast count? burger. Does it count? So she doesn't post anything personal and that's the only thing that stays up. Oh God, I Does don't. Does that count as her coming back? I don't care. <laughs> I just want to know about this breakfast burger. I just burger. wanted to hear you say No, I want to hear that. I want, this, oh my God. No, it looked, dude, it's a burger. It's got eggs on it. Yes, it looks good, but you're gonna, it's going to distract you go now tell, for the go, rest of the show. You go tell Gordon. It's going to distract you for the rest of the you show. You go tell Gordon Ramsay. You are just so an egg food motivated. Burger. You yeah. tell Gordon Ramsay that. Wow. He's an artist. <laughs> I am so torn about this. There's a part of me that is very excited to hear about a new George Carlin special. And the title of that special is George Carlin, I'm glad I'm dead. We all know the great George Carlin. We lost him back in 2008. One of the I great, believe it one of the great comedians of my lifetime. But some comedians decided that they wanted to, I think their idea in doing this was an homage to George Carlin. They wrote a comedy special and they used AI to recreate his voice. So here is a little bit of the special. The reason that this is making so much news now is uh, George's daughter, Kelly, is really upset about this. Um, and I definitely see her side of this. Here's a little bit of the special, and then Kelly's going to be with us. I'd like to start off with a heartfelt apology. I'm sorry it took me so long to come out with new material, but I, I do have a pretty good excuse. I was dead. <laughs> so technically, it wasn't my fault. If you want to blame somebody, you're going to have to blame God. <laughs> which we all know is not gonna happen. People are always thanking God for the good stuff in their lives, but somehow they conveniently forget that it's the same God who does all the bad too. And he does a lot of bad So that special was put together by Will Sasso and Chad Kultgen. Um, they 
have the Dudesy uh, podcast. And I will say, from what I've heard of it, I haven't heard the entire special, they've got George's tone down, right? I mean, I'm not talking about the voice. The voice is AI, but as far as the comedy, and I do think it was an homage, but there are some uh, very real reasons why this is uh, upsetting for Kelly Carlin, and we are uh, honored that she is joining us to talk about this. Kelly Carlin, welcome to TMZ Live. Hi, Kelly. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Thank you. First of all, I gotta say, your dad, was I just uh, was such a phenomenal Actually, talent. an incredible talent. The first stand-up comedian that I saw in person uh, when I was probably is 80, would have been 88, I believe, in college. And I saw him live and it was- He's just amazing. Life-changing, amazing. It was amazing. So look, I mean, obviously they're doing this because they must feel the same way, that he's worth bringing back in some form. You have problems with it. Why don't you explain why? Well, first of all, they call it a George Carlin comedy special. Right. Yeah. It's not George Carlin. It is some other machine interpreted version of obviously they used his material to train this machine to try to get his point of view, the themes he talks about. Um, they attempt the cadence of his voice. I really don't think they nail any of the human part of him. Yeah, probably topics he might talk about, but that's comedy. That's the fodder for comedy. So that's my first bone to pick is it is not George Carlin. So you really do not have a right to call it a George Carlin comedy special. What if they called it um, an AI George Carlin special? Uh, I think that's more honest. Uh, and yet, because of the Wild West territory we as artists are dealing with around AI-generated material, uh, I, I still have an issue with the fact that they probably sourced it using my father's material, which, as you know, the New York Times is suing open, uh, open AI right now and chat GPT people. Uh, for the usage of using their intellectual property to train their own AI bots that then compete with them. And this isn't just about commerce. Um, most of it's not about commerce for me. All of my dad's stuff is on YouTube for free. You want to go watch it? It's free all day. Um, this is about understanding what it is to be a human artist and the art form itself. The reason you guys are such big fans, as I was of my dad, is we sit there and go, oh my God, I can't believe he thought of that and was able to articulate that. It's, it's a beautiful feat, a, a beautiful human feat to watch. Um, having a machine do it? Ugh. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, kind of separating what is going on now with your dad in this AI version, um, if you separate that from just the, the world, the way the world works, do you think the barn doors are kind of blown open at this point and it's gonna be real hard in the long run to stop this? Yes, I think this was the barn doors being blown open. I think this is the way technology does this. They ask for forgiveness, not for permission, and they don't even ask for forgiveness. No one, is, no one has contacted me. Um, the sad part for me is that these are comedians who did this. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh. 
I don't know if you, you're aware of this, Kelly. They, they had done a, a comedy special earlier uh, last year where it was supposed to be Tom Brady doing stand-up, which, I mean, I guess that's the, that was the attraction to them. Like, what if Tom Brady was a stand-up comedian? Tom wasn't laughing, and he actually threatened to sue them, and they ended up taking it down. And I'm, you know, just wondering what, what if anything, you're thinking about doing going forward? We are having discussions with lawyers yesterday and today, and I may have to reach out to Mr. Brady's people to find <laughs> out uh, their strategy uh, with this, because it is important that we have both a cultural conversation about this, but clearly also a legal conversation. And there's some sort of idealism that these people have about these technology and these people who are gonna use it for good. Uh, look around, look at, look at my father's material. He loved individuals, but he knew what happened when groups of people got together and, and greed was involved. You worry about greed. I'd worry about the greed of these technology companies using all of us for fodder. Wow, I gotta say, it is just really a pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah, that was really interesting, but also just, I, I, I'm be really honest, just the lineage alone, you had me there. <laughs> oh, thank you, yeah. Harvey. That's that's very kind. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Pleasure talking to you. And it, you're right. It is these conversations uh, need to happen, and they're going to be happening a lot more often. And um, we'll see where this uh, plays out. The barn doors may be open, but everyone has the right to express their feelings about it. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, guys. That was really, really interesting. She, she's absolutely. I get her side of it, but I will also say, it was. It was really nice to hear his voice or the, the creation, recreation the, the of his voice. The of his voice. Yeah. I am going to go back and watch some actual George Carlin this weekend because... Like she said, you can get it for free on YouTube. Exactly. Okay, we're taking a break. All right. When we come back, we've got some Mean Girls details. The new movie, which is now, it's been recreated as a musical. We showed you Lindsay Lohan at the premiere. Now we know why she was there. The cat's out of the bag. Welcome back to TMZ Live. We have some more answers regarding Lindsay Lohan and uh, the new uh, what mean were the girls. questions? Well, we talked about yesterday she, that she had showed up at the premiere. We didn't know yet because the movie doesn't come out until tonight. Oh, right. We didn't know uh, whether she's going to be in the whether movie. Whether she was in it. Now we have some answers. She's in it. And I guess <laughs> I was about to say spoiler alert. Oh, but okay, she's in it. Spoiler alert. I was literally about to say, okay, so here's where we say spoiler alert, and then you had to jump in and go, she's in it. Uh, yes, she does have a cameo role in the new movie, if you haven't heard. So basically, it's the same plot, but they, it is now a musical, um, and uh, she has a role in it, not her original role as Regina. Is she Regina George? No, she was know. not Regina George, you guys. She was Katie Harris. You're all going to come for me now. I don't know Mean Girls. Okay? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to come for Harvey for spoiling this for everyone. Even though it is on yeah, Twitter yeah. and our exactly. website, you just blurted it out. And you didn't guy. even give anyone a disclaimer. You didn't give him a chance. Okay, let me do it again. Spoiler alert, she's in it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> 
much. Thank you so much for that. Anyway, Lindsay Lohan, she plays Katie Heron in the original movie, and this is a remake of it. However, like Charles said, it is going to be a musical. The scene that got released on Twitter shows the decathlon, which was the biggest moment pretty much in, it's a very iconic scene in the original. And in this clip, you see that Lindsay is playing moderator in the, in the movie, and right. her appearance only seems to last a few seconds, but she does seem to get out that uh, the limit does not exist, which was just an infamous line from the original movie. So it's really the exciting. The limit does not exist? <laughs> yes, it's, it's about the decathlon, it's about math, it's about all that. Please movie, don't let me so you know, minute, explain so, so wait a minute, so I said she's in it, and you're all bent out of shape. You gave the whole thing away. Okay? Well, you, you know, we can't show it away. because it, aired in, it hasn't aired in the United States yet. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, uh, apparently the movie comes out tonight. In, it's airing in Spain, and somebody in the movie theater in Spain Reported um, it off the Recorded off the, the, screen. the screen, and that's how the cat got out of the bag here. So, yay, Lindsay's in it. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Lex from Georgia, I just think it's good to see Lindsay Lohan getting back to being iconic. And I just love that she's back part of what made her iconic. I agree with you. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, we have such history with Lindsay. Um, yeah, I've told you she's been in our office. She actually yeah. did something on the other show for us uh, back in the day. And it's just great she's and back and healthy. And, and now good. I'm feeling bad that I haven't seen Mean Girls. Don't feel that bad. No. Uh, we're going to move on, though. <laughs> yes, uh, moving on now something to... super interesting. Very interesting about UFO Revolution. This is the docuseries that we uh, put together as a three-part event on Tubi. Uh, the third part uh, comes out today, so... All three parts are now available on Tubi. And in this third part, we're examining um, what a lot of people, a lot of UFO um, enthusiasts, experts, uh, see as an incredible sign of how things have changed. And for all the people who are doubters out there and think that these flying objects are not really there and that people are making it up, uh, they say, look at who is speaking out in DC now. Because their point is, you never heard this before, and they obviously believe that there's something to this. I don't know where this goes, but I do know it's necessary. I'm fighting for what, what is just and right and true. Now we have pit bulls within DC that are going after this, they're going after the truth. Do you think Chuck Schumer would put forward an amendment about UAPs and disclosure if he didn't think that there was something behind it? I mean, how much more proof does anybody need than the fact that you've got senators, the head of the Senate, where you've got their presidential candidate, Biden, running for president, putting the reputation of the entire Senate at risk with the upcoming election? Do you think that they would do that if they didn't know that there was something behind it? I mean, just, I, just read the tea leaves. I, I mean, I don't know how much more one needs. You cannot put this genie back in the bottle now. And we don't know where this is going. I mean, this As could- As you heard Jeremy, it, uh, Jeremy Corbell say. And Jeremy, uh, Jeremy is the best. And, and, and it could end up as nothing in terms of something from another planet or another solar system, but it also could end up that it is that. And whatever it is, I think now there's gonna be an exploration for the truth, a real explanation for the truth from the government. Can I tell you and what? And they may already know, but they haven't told us. And they know stuff they haven't told us. We know that, and you're gonna see that in this documentary. You're talking about whether it turns out that it is extraterrestrial. Or not. Right. I think the scarier thought is that it is not extraterrestrial and that there is another country that has technology like this that we were unaware of 
I, and I, they're here. That, to uh, me, is a, a I, greater threat. I hear you. Because if it is extraterrestrial and they have this technology, they haven't done anything to us with it. You know what I'm saying? Well, except, you know what the, the counter-argument to that is? That so you that have, doesn't you, you scare have me as some, much. Some of these objects that you're looking at here, there, there's one that they recorded. It went from 80,000 feet yeah. down into the ocean in less than mm -hmm. a second. That's not human and technology. And I'm saying if that technology... I don't think it's human technology. Well, all right, so now you're saying that you believe it's leading to extraterrestrial. Uh, I, uh, all I'm saying that's is... That's what you're saying. I'm saying that that's a possibility, but it's not human... Of course human, it's a possibility. It's not human technology, and you'll see that in or this... Or it's just human technology we, you were unaware of. No. And we were unaware you'll of. You'll see this in the special. You'll see this in the three parts. All three parts available right now There are on five TV. options, and what you're left with is other. Clay Johnson from North Dakota just wanted to say that Chuck Schumer knew that that existed. So, you know, the rest of us should too. Blocked it for a reason. Hmm. I, we're so proud of this, um, yeah. this event. I mean, it is, we spent months and months and months on this. You're going to hear from serious people. It's a really interesting exploration into something we should have been talking about, or the government should have been talking about decades well, ago. Should have been sharing with us. They should have been talking about it more openly. Or this openly, about period. Disclosure. They were, they were trying to destroy people who would dare talk about it. But yeah. those days are over. Lil Nas X is doing everything he can to convince fans that his new music is all about the Lord. And that he is all about religion and God. And that he's no longer doing music that is themed around the devil and you know all the the music video from Ontario. Very Little Richard. Sort of, yes. We talked about that. that is kind of Little Richard. He probably did a little too much. Some people have a big issue with this art where he is depicting himself being crucified. But he also posted something, a letter from Liberty University. What he said to his fans when he posted, he said, I'm literally about to go to college for biblical studies in the fall. Not everything is a troll. Anyways, I'm a student again, let's go. As it turns out, the letter's BS. And most, pe <laughs> most people suspected it was BS because he had the signature of a, of a former president of that university who died in like 07. So it obviously <laughs> looked fake. We confirmed it was fake. We reached out to Liberty University. They say they've never heard of him. He's not enrolled, etc. So he was trolling. Uh, larger, big picture on this little Nas thing with the whole Christian. Remember, he did the whole devil thing first yeah. a few years ago. Now he's doing the G, the G's, the J Christ single, really trying to hype that up. And by the way, look, as a former non-practicing Catholic, somebody who was raised Catholic, it's it's offensive to me. It's blasphemous, there, dare I say. And look, like Lil Nas X is nothing but publicity stunts and gimmicks. Like that's sort of what he's sort of become. You know what I mean? And to me, well, and, and I'll just because say this, it to, worked, you know. Well, to, to me, uh, to me, the gimmicks and the publicity numbers. stunts speak to kind of low quality content, right? So I'm not. Look, I, I'm not a fan of Lil Nas X. Do what you gotta do to plug your song or whatever, but the whole thing is just ridiculous and silly. And I do have one question. And I'm outraged. Fabian. I'm outraged as a Catholic. You're I gotta a say, former non-practicing. So if you were non-practicing before, yeah, that's that a little bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, right? you're practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, are you practicing I, I, now? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a non-practicing Catholic, but I still have the, ca the Catholicism deep down bubbling inside, and it's just it's coming up a little bit right now. Yeah, that's, all that's I say. deep. Got it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Salonda. I'm from Austin, Texas, and coming back to Little Nas, just like the college, I had no idea who he was until I did research. But guess what? Jesus Christ does know who you are, and He knows your intentions, if they're good or bad or pure. I'm just gonna tell you, little Nas, you don't need to be monarching any religion, especially Jesus Christ, just to get clout. You don't. You don't need that. Christ was not into clout chasing. 
I'm shutting up here. 100% facts right there, straight up. <laughs> I'm shutting my mouth. All right. Okay, it is that time of the week, folks. Your favorite time. Tim is here with his rejects. What's going on? All right, so, Charles, I know you hit the slopes, but uh, Harvey, have you ever uh, gone with Charles to the snow? No, we've never snowed. We've never, never skied together. No. All right, well, maybe, uh, you know, oh, boy. you want to check here this out. Here comes something that's definitely uh, going to lead to a broken neck. You need two people here. Uh, maybe, Charles, you're uh, snowboarding down <laughs> oh, the hill. No. And then, uh, Harvey, you can uh, come over here and help Wait, but why am I the one there? Well, either way, I mean, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Isn't it? You're kind of cruising down the hill there, so. Oh, much God. harder for the... Anyway. All right, okay, so next. Uh, you guys all know the saying, uh, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman, right? Gee, yeah, I've never heard that before. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you might actually be able to say it in real life because this guy outfitted his RC plane to a Superman. Uh, so it's all outfitted and it goes in the air and it looks like Superman is flying. I hate to digress, but real quickly, John Bricks, who gave me for Christmas a P-51 fly trainer, which I had as a kid. And I'm Wait, so excited. you found one, Bricks? I found one. This got, goes way I'm back so to like excited. season one of TMZ. I've got to write in my bookshelf at home. That he I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, I last one. All right, so uh, skimboarding can be fun. It can be dangerous as well. Uh, Somebody's so th- gonna eat it. This guy is a uh, skimboarder. He's cruising out there, but uh, he goes out into the ocean instead of just regular skimboarding. This is not so gonna happen. All right. You're supposed to just no, go a little good. bit. There's a wave coming good. here. Uh oh. He's got this. He's got this. He's got no. And he yes. cruises. Wow. And then he comes through and he lands it. So pretty that's cool. That's amazing. Oh, that Very was impressive. impressive. That, yeah, so, I want to see you one more time. That was that's good. impressive. Yeah. I didn't think he was gonna be able to stay up until the wave came. Especially on a skimboard, it's, no, it's very know. hard to keep that's your balance. That's amazing. So. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one, Tim. Thank that you. should go pro. Thanks, Tim. All right, see ya. That was a good one. Yeah, I like that. That was good. That was good. It got progressively better. I really like that. Robert Downey Jr. is uh, able to laugh about a uh, moment from the Golden Globes. Uh, I'm not sure if Robert De Niro is laughing about it, um, but if you weren't watching the Golden Globe Awards, they were both up for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, same category, They're, they announce all the nominees, and then the eventual winner is Robert Downey. But you see what the issue is here, right? Watch what happens. And the Golden Globe goes to... Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> When Angela Bassett started saying it, a lot of people thought she was going to say Robert De Niro. Even Robert De Niro seemed to think, "Oh, it's." But me. they got But they, but they both know that there there are two Roberts there, right? Right. But Robert De Niro hears the winner is Robert. De- I get it. It's not a Steve Harvey moment. No, exactly. no, nobody did anything wrong. It was just just the, because of their names. Anyway, we got Robert Downey Jr. out uh, in Hollywood yesterday. This is what he said about the moment. De Niro stood up when you won. Has that ever happened to you when you thought you won, but it was another Robert that got called? Robert, you're the man. Does it make losing that much worse? Nothing's better than losing, dear. Why is nothing better than losing? It's good to lose? I just wanted to give you a good quote. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He just God. totally trolled Mel. Totally troll. He totally trolled Mel. <laughs> Sir Wilkins here from New York City. I found it to be hilarious. Robert Downey Jr. said the right thing at the right time. He got he got an awesome quote out. And when, you, when you're the winner, you get to troll better. Yeah, that's true. To the winner goes to the trolling. To the winner goes to trolling. What else do you guys want to talk about? Yo, what's up? This is your boy CL representing out of Greenberg, New York. And I'll talk about Pippin 
and her thirst picks. Um, you know, these days, this clout thing is just getting out of control. It's like running neck and neck with cocaine. People are just on this biggest drug of trying to get hot. And uh, obviously, uh, it didn't work out for her this time. Uh, you know, they thought it was her dad, but it's just the people. We're good. Yeah, you know? we're good. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, one more. Hi, I'm Shannon. I am in South Lake Tahoe. My topic is Selena. And I definitely feel that if she was able to find what she was ever she was looking for that fast, then that's great for her. I think it's awesome. Like All I want to know is how do, know. how do you make that? That looked really good. It's just right. what I want to say. Grill a burger. No, I, I think it's way more complicated than this. Scramble some eggs. No, it, it, Mix it, in it, avocado. It, it, All right. You're no Gordon Gor Ramsay. I'm you serious. Put it together. I'm and actually then... so serious about this. You are not going to rest because you are so focused on this stupid breakfast burger the entire show. You want to talk about food. Would you rather hear about Taylor Swift or about a pizza? Pizza. Well, you don't get a vote. All right, we'll tell you about the pizza too. The reason we're talking about it is because Taylor Swift was out in New York City last night with Blake Lively. Also, Jack Antonoff was there, a few of her other friends, and they went to a pizza place, Lucali's. In Brooklyn. So the reason I'm interested in this, we've always shown you Taylor. All he wants to hear well, about. No, no, because Taylor and, and Blake Lively go to dinner all the time. Sure. So they go here and they go there. We have never seen them at a pizza place. So what pizza place is good enough for the two of them to go to Brooklyn well, to go get a pizza? Well, here is a slice of their lives. So this is a margarita, it looks like to me, and it looks delicious. Not a thick crust per se. It's not a thin crust either. You are not Gordon Ramsay. I'm not Gordon Ramsay. You are not Gordon Ramsay at all. I fell flat. We'll see you tomorrow.